This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. President Biden and former President Trump easily won their party's primaries on Tuesday. Trump soundly defeated challenger Nikki Haley, who's vowing to stay in the race through Super Tuesday. NPR's Don Gagne explains that Biden overcame a grassroots challenge from Democrats who are angered by his policy toward the Middle East. In Michigan, choosing no candidate, choosing uncommitted had more of an impact in this race Tuesday night. Uh, In Michigan, voters are able to select uncommitted right on their ballots. There's a box there. And activists who are angry over President Biden's policies toward Gaza, they want a ceasefire there and they want him to push hard for it. They launched a campaign of protest votes. NPR's Don Gagne reporting. Voters in Bridgeport, Connecticut, have re-elected a mayor who's admitted his campaign engaged in election misconduct. As Molly Ingram of member station WSHU reports, absentee ballot fraud prompted a court order to redo the city's primary and general elections. Mayor Joe Gannam and challenger John Gomes faced off four times this election cycle. The first Democratic primary was overturned by a judge who cited videos of Gannam supporters making several trips to the absentee ballot drop box. It's against state law for political workers to submit ballots for someone else. Here's Gannam after his win. If it wasn't clear three times in a row, it's clear today, louder than ever, Bridgeport has spoken. This will be Ganem's eighth term as mayor. He was elected for the first time in 1991, but served seven years in prison for federal corruption charges in between terms. For NPR News, I'm Molly Ingram. President Biden and former President Trump both plan to visit southern Texas on Thursday. Biden will meet with Border Patrol agents and local leaders as part of a push for the bipartisan border bill that was rejected by Republicans in Congress. Texas Public Radio's Gage Davila has the story. President Biden told governors last week that he is looking at options for executive action to curb the flow of migrants across the southern U.S. border. Team Brownsville co-founder Andrea Rudnick, who organizes humanitarian aid for migrants seeking asylum, hopes President Biden sees their plight during his visit. They haven't left everything behind and taken this long, dangerous, dangerous journey for the fun of it. They've come because they felt that they had to come. And anyone who's talking about asylum has to know that. Former President Donald Trump will be visiting Eagle Pass. Texas Republicans are using a city park there as a stage for harsh immigration policies. For NPR News, I'm Gage Davila in McAllen, Texas. U.S. futures are flat in after-hours trading on Wall Street. This is NPR. Macy's has announced plans to close 150 underperforming stores and cut 3.5% of its jobs by 2026. That's in addition to the store closings announced before the pandemic. CEO Tony Springs says the company also plans to add smaller stores to outdoor shopping centers. Macy's plans to open new Bloomingdale's and Blue Mercury locations to cater to luxury customers. Social media users and activists say that X, or the site formerly known as Twitter, has been blocked in Pakistan for 10 days. 
As Omkar Kandikar reports from Mumbai, the move follows the country's contentious elections. For days now, most Pakistanis trying to access the ex-social media platform are greeted by a message. Something went wrong, but don't fret, let's give it another shot. Netblocks, which monitors internet disruptions, described Pakistan as joining, quote, an exclusive set of countries that have imposed extended and permanent bans on international social media platforms. The widespread disruption started after users began sharing an explosive statement by a senior Pakistani bureaucrat. He claimed he was forced to alter votes in the February 8 elections to disadvantage independent candidates backed by the ousted and jailed Prime Minister Imran Khan. For NPR News, I'm Omkar Khandekar in Mumbai. Again, U.S. futures are flat in after-hours trading on Wall Street. On Asia-Pacific markets, shares are mostly lower, down 1% in Hong Kong and in Shanghai. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor VCU Massey Comprehensive Cancer Center, who, as an NCI-designated comprehensive cancer center in the country's top 4%, is unconditionally committed to keeping loved ones in their lives. MasseyCancerCenter.org slash comprehensive.